Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck, too. What is up, fellas? Well, I tried to call off today. Did you get my notice? Uh, I must have missed the memo. <laughs> I, I tried not to come, but I'm here. So for those of you that uh, are new to the show, uh, we are doing Kyle's punishment today. The Golden State Warriors did, of course, win the NBA championship in six games, as I predicted. <clears throat> Spot on. Game six. Uh, to start for the punishment, though, we have right here, we have uh, Bean Boozled, it's called. So for those of you at home, if you want to look that up on Amazon, that is actual Jelly Belly jelly beans, and each flavor has two colors. One color could be a good flavor, one might be the bad one. So for instance, we have ones that are a little bit yellow tinted for buttered popcorn, or you might get one that's yellow tinted and it's rotten eggs. Mm. So I've had eggs before in the show, so I'm okay with the eggs. I he guess. did, he did eat raw eggs. So for during the show, I get to kind of like like a dog treat. I get to do this with for Kyle. I got a new dog this week, and, so it kind of oh, fits. We got two. I'll let you just pick one on the top there. So we have. You know what? Fuck it. I'm taking both. Okay. There you go. You got two to choose from. We got right either there. we got either booger or juicy pear, or stink bug and toasted marshmallow. Bottoms Honestly, up. if one's good, one's bad. It's gonna taste weird. Down the hatch. Let's see what happens here. So this is part one of the punishment. I know most of you are probably here for part two of the punishment. Which is um, okay. So that's could I could I get the stun gun actually? Could I just show the people at home that we have a real stun gun in the studio got, right now? I legit got booger. Okay. And toasted marshmallow. So right. if you're wondering what it tasted like, so you just ate what probably a lot of like three year olds are going to eat this weekend during the Fourth of July. All right. So this is it. This is the uh, the Viper Tech. Oh, it's live. For those of you at home that wanted to hear, why don't you put it closer and test it out? See how it goes. <laughs> I'll do that in a little bit with you. So that's what we're here for. You are here listening live, talking about balls, the number one show at Redline Radio. I see Dave in the comments saying Steel City Renegades is the true number one show, but I have two papers that say otherwise, so I don't know how else you could defend that. Unless you I know. mean, honestly, talking about balls doesn't take five months off a year, so it's okay. Yeah, I don't need to charge the batteries for half a year. I can keep going. That's what we do. What's a vacation like, Dave? Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're only doing three shows a year, it must be pretty nice. I don't know what that's like, but... I know last week we did end the show. We were talking about the one-year wonders thing, and we were going to do the uh, the Cleveland edition. We are going to do that next week or next episode. Uh, so we'll do that then. We had to push it back. We got a lot to talk about this week. Kyle's punishment. We have Deshaun Watson settling. We had the championships in hockey and NBA. We had the draft in the NBA already. We have free agency starting. We have the Guardians to talk about. Colin Sexton. Plenty of shit. We're going to get right to it. Um, Dave said Kyle's going to shit himself. Uh, it's very possible, I swear. I I saw the picture of this uh, taser today. I went right on Amazon to look up reviews and kind of see, like, is it really powerful? Because I, I let Kyle buy it himself. My wife has a taser, which I thought we were going to use. Kyle went ahead and Did got himself one. Did you think I was going to puss out and get, like, a, like a battery-operated yeah. one? I was worried that you were going to show it to me and it was going to say Little Tykes on it, and I was kind of worried. <laughs> Fisher-Price, brand name, yeah, baby. Yeah, so I was kind of worried for a little bit that that was going to be the case. But uh, I'll give him credit. He got a real deal. Uh Taser, it's legit. I looked up the reviews, and one guy, verbatim, said he is like, he goes, I'm 6'1", 215. I train martial arts. Uh, I, I like to consider myself relatively tough. I accidentally so tased go, myself. Go shit, Mike. He said, I accidentally tased myself in the right arm, 
and I felt it from my arm through my chest all the way down my other arm, and I collapsed. And the guy said, I've had kidney stones, and I've never felt pain like that before. And when I read that, that gave me the energy that I needed to, to get ready to come so to the there's show. So many, there's so many people who think I'm going to fall today with this. I'm telling you right now, I'm not falling. I will bet everybody who says you're falling a dollar, I'm not falling. All right. Dollar plate bet's a big thing for us. People sure, don't know this, but sure. we do dollar plate bets all the time. So Absolutely. Anybody, anybody who says a dollar, anybody says he's falling, I bet you a dollar I don't fall. I'm going to bet $5 that he's going to take it like a champ. Oh, all right. That's Tim. Big money, in Tim. In my corner. Tim stepping up. Like a true producer he should be. So everyone in the comments, if you guys want to start placing your bets right now on what's going to happen with Kyle, we're going to do the, the punishment a little later in the show. I didn't want to start off with it. Just in case if something happened, I don't want to have to carry the entire show by myself if Kyle has to go down the street <laughs> to Southwest Hospital. I figured... He could, he could be here for at least half of it. So You're we're going to do it a little later. my wife feel so happy to hear all this stuff. We're going to do it a little that. later. I'm letting her, letting her ease into the show. Yeah, at least she'll, okay. she'll get to enjoy this. She'll have her final footage of you possibly ever. So she gets this as a little memory. Let's get into it. Let's get right down to it. The Golden State Warriors did, of course, win the NBA championship in six games. They beat the Boston Celtics. Um, pretty boring championship, if I'm being honest. Uh, most of the games Boston were, tried. They did. They gave a great effort. Yeah. I mean, I said it as, as the playoffs were progressing. I said Golden State had an easy road to the playoffs. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, Boston's a good team, but to me they're not a legitimate championship contending team. I feel like you have to kind of get to that point. Boston, that's a young team. They might be in it for years to come, but their first time there going up against a – how many championships do they have? They have four This is their fourth now. Yeah, this is their fourth. Four-time NBA champions now. You have Clay Thompson. You have Steph Curry. You've got Draymond. You've got Steve Kerr. Got all these veterans. I – uh I just don't see them losing to a team like Boston. That's why I had to pick Golden State. Uh, but Golden State did have an easy ride. We talked about it last week a lot. I mean, they, they went up against Dallas, they went up against Memphis, and they went up against Denver. Uh, not powerhouses. Then you go up against Boston, who was a team in the beginning of the year. I think, if I'm not mistaken, around the, the right before the All-Star break, Boston was in, like, 10th place. They were below 500. They weren't a really good team. They came on late. So, again, not a real contender. Yeah. So it irritates me that Golden State won another, not fluky, but just shitty championship. Like when they beat the Cavaliers without Kyrie Irving, without Kevin Love, they won in 15. 16, they blew the 3-1 lead. Then they had to recruit Dr uh, Kevin Love or Kevin Durant. And I don't know if you saw Draymond's comments the other day. That kind of made me oh, feel good. Oh, when he said they would never beat the Cavs. He said if we didn't get, get Durant, Kevin Durant, yeah. he's like, we, we weren't beating the Cavs again. Yeah. So, so that was really this, cool to hear, but I mean, it doesn't was, mean anything. You think this team nothing. is better than the team they had with Durant on the team? This year? Yeah. No, no, no way. Absolutely not. This team sucks. I think if they would have had to have faced the Suns or any better team even out of the East, if they had to face the – I think the Heat could have probably beaten them. I think the um, – another team, the, the, the Sixers probably could have beaten them, and I think a healthy Bucks team would have beaten this Golden State right. team. I, I liked watching the playoffs. I never. I watched maybe half of each finals game. I don't know about you, but I, I watched. I love watching the playoffs on each side. Like they had great games, bits and pieces. But I watched when it got to the finals. I watched bits and pieces of what's going. On. I checked the score more on ESPN yeah. than I actually did watching it on TV. For the playoffs in general, I didn't watch a ton because a lot of the series weren't even that close. Uh, we had a couple. I mean, what were there maybe like two series the whole time that went to seven games yeah. that were even close? The rest of them were kind of blowouts. But they and... were more fun to watch, though. I mean, oh to for me, sure, I, yeah, just, yeah. I had no interest in this team in this in this. Series. No, I didn't either. Literally, the only reason I watched it was because we had the bet. What do we got? Golden State ruined basketball. Um, yeah, no, I get it too. I, I agree with you. It's just 
To me, it's not <laughs> tase him in the Dave, gooch. Dave, I swear to Christ, I'm bringing this on Friday for a golf outing. I'm going your asshole. You keep talking shit. Yeah, Dave, anything in the gooch area, the grundle, as, as some kids call it, that's on you. I'm not going down there, so that's that's <laughs> that's off limits for me. But, no, I'm with you. Golden State did kind of ruin basketball. It, for me, the biggest thing is in the NBA, it's fine. They're paid professionals. They're doing what they're told to do. They're good at it, so they're coached to do these things like Golden State is. Golden State has ruined pickup basketball. Oh, kids are just checking up. Threes. Nobody wants to play basketball anymore. It's just shooting. That's it. It's three-point shots for everybody. You have people sitting on the outside just waiting yep. for the ball to come to them like, because they want to chuck it up for three. I'm six foot four. To the common man, I'm considered tall. NBA standards, I'm not. But if I play basketball when I was growing up, I was always the center. I was the tallest guy on the court for the most part. I played down low. I, I got rebounds. I played like a center. Nowadays, you, everyone just shoots threes. There's no true centers in basketball anymore. Did you see the ESPN? Maybe it was an ESPN or what? Maybe it was on Twitter actually. But they they recorded a high school game where it was legit five minutes. The kid comes down the court, chucks up a three. Other kid comes down the court, chucks up a three, and it went back and forth, just chucking up that's, threes for that's six basketball. minutes. Basketball. That's what basketball is now. It's it's horrible. We're making them though. We yeah, saw, saw mean, the video. I know yeah. they were making them, but it's like, what the hell, dude? It was taking deeper and deeper shots. It was crazy. I know, like the one kid stepped to the, I think the half court and, and hit one, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. another problem with the NBA is you got these guys that want to shoot from the logo all the time. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's not fun for me to watch. I like watching basketball. I like watching plays develop. I like watching screens and guys move the ball. Instead, you see a guy you just like go watching up. that 1950 basketball. Yeah, huh? I love it. Yes. I, I honestly, ball yeah. movement is so fun to watch in basketball. If you see a nice, beautifully designed offensive play where the ball gets everyone touches it the ball barely touches the ground like the Cavs did that a lot they passed a lot this year right it was really fun to watch the Warriors actually do that though they do sometimes they move the ball a lot but then you have Steph who I mean in one of the games and this was the the embarrassing thing for for Boston Steph Curry had a game in the finals where he had zero three-pointers the guy is the greatest three-point shooter of all time it's documented now in history and he had a game in the finals where he missed every single three-pointer, and they still he won the game. He went 0 for 12, right? Yeah, yeah, still won the game. But what does that tell you? It, it just tells me that the game, I mean, Golden State's a damn good team, yeah. even without Steph Curry. But also, again, Boston just didn't step up. Too young, lights were too bright. Not a really fun series, not a memorable series, honestly. This is the kind of the kind of finals that in five years, if I'm at a bar doing trivia and someone's like, who won the 2021 NBA Finals or 22, whatever you want to call it, I'll go, uh, fuck, who? I have to sit there and think for I'm a minute. I'm pretty sure in like honestly. a seven-year difference, you can throw the name Golden State out and you'll probably correct. I mean, yes and no. They, they had won a long 2000, gap. What, 14, 15, 17? No, they only won, yeah, so they won 15 championships. 15, 17, 18. Yep. And then they won 21. Yeah, so, I, so, mean, I, mean, that's not, I mean, there's yeah. a little bit of a gap. They lost to Toronto. They lost to Cleveland. So it's not like... T- uh, the, the Patriots dynasty or anything like that. But either way, I'm happy the season's over because when, when one season ends, my favorite part of the season begins, and that's the offseason. You guys know that I love that. Um, so the NBA draft happened. But before we get to that, congratulations to another championship team, and that is the Colorado Avalanche who beat the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. The, they beat the brakes off of They them. really did. The Avalanche were a great team. I mean, I don't know if you watched any of that, but uh, – I watched I watched the one game where they blew them out. I think seven to one. Yeah, was, yeah. That that's the one time I tuned in to watch it. So I and watched by the time as I much tuned as I it could. in. It was like six to whatever. It's like this is fucking crazy. Yeah, I watched as much as I could uh, of the games. The one thing I hate about uh, hockey is the intermissions. It's just it's too long. Or I seem, they break out and go to the, the, the locker I seem room to yeah. always turn it on in an intermission, and it's like a twenty five minute intermission. So I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna find something else to watch. And next thing you know, I forget that the hockey game's on. Right. But I did watch the final game. I think it went to game six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And 
the Avalanche played a fantastic defense. I'm not a huge hockey guy. I like the LA Kings, as I said last week, so I don't watch a lot well, of we hockey. We talk about hockey so many times on this show. I'm, I'm su- trying to I'm trying to get it in a little bit. I'm trying. So I'll talk about golf. You talk about hockey. We'll forget Hockey's about Hockey's actually fun, so though, in okay. like a cool sport. Golf is Golf is actually very fun. It's fun to sleep if you're watching. That's mm-hmm. about it. Um, Try playing it once in a while. I, I have. I, I did. It wasn't that fun. It wasn't for me. <laughs> Gone to driving ranges. I like driving the cart around when I'm drinking. That's about it. Oh, you play the cart girl role. That's that's cute. I mean, I I was drinking and driving the cart. Drinking White Claws too while you're doing it. No, I have actually no. When I was doing it, White Claws weren't even invented the last time I golfed. <laughs> that's how long it's been. White Claws are fine. It's the same alcohol content as beer. Yeah, it's horrible. Calm down. Take away the two blowouts and it's a close series. Oh yeah, I mean it was a good series. Honestly, the hockey series was very good. Um, but just that last game, the defense Colorado played. I mean, they held Tampa to hardly any shots on goal. It was great. Like, come on, Mike. You play you play rec sports for fun, man. You bowl, you golf, you play softball. You have no room to talk about hockey. Let's be honest here. Golf it is may fun be fun to, to play. play, not watch. No, actually, you know what? Nothing's better than a Sunday afternoon, hungover, sitting on your couch, putting golf in the background, and just relaxing. That's that's a great Sunday for me. You we'll know, we'll agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> I'd rather paint the wall and stare at it while it dries than turn on golf. <laughs> But I digress. So, yeah, shout out to the Colorado Avalanche. We don't talk a lot of hockey on here, but. So uh, they already opened up as a favorite. Yeah, they're, they're a good team. They're, they're young. They're the favorites for next year, and then they're followed closely by Toronto as the second favorites for next year for the finals. Rightfully so. I yeah. mean, again, as I said last week, this is the first year that the, the Kings, I'm a Kings fan, they made the playoffs since we've been doing the show. The Kings haven't been good in a long time. They've gone through a bad spell. And uh, it was fun for me to get back into hockey because they were in the playoffs. Does and they Chris actually still play for the Kings? Yeah, he still does. He Sweet. laces them up every night. That's the last time it's I watched awesome. hockey. Uh, him and Mario <laughs> Lemieux, they face off. It's great. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, so I, versus L.A. <laughs> so I play what? What's he talking about? He said about him playing rec sports. He's asking what you play. Nothing. <laughs> With himself. I talk about it. I don't play it. I'm in my 30s. I've given up the dream of sports. <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so. That's why there's not big crowds at softball games because people are like, yeah, it's not really how I want to spend my weekend watching old men blow their knees out playing slow pitch. It's not my idea of a good time. It's a very challenging sport, sir. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, the Kings did run into McDavid, who's fucking good. So, yeah, they got bounced. I talk a little hockey this year. The Avalanche won the Cup, and this is probably the last time we'll talk about hockey for about a calendar year, if I had to guess. Twelve months from now. Give in. or take. 10 or 11 months. Depends. See what happens. But, um, but yeah, so that's it with them. Now we move on to the NBA draft. The Cavaliers are the 14th overall pick. But before we got to the 14th pick, we had to get through 1 through 13. And, of course, a surprising draft, if you, if you ask me. I, saw, I did not see the first pick coming. No. So you had your top three. You had Paolo Banchero. You had Chet Holmgren. And you had Jabari Smith as yep. your 1, 2, 3. Could have gone in any order. I think most people... Thought Jabari Smith was going to be the number one pick. Absolutely. I mean, like, that's, for me, that was the, the, well, that, the I thought the there no was like inside leaks that he was going to Orlando no matter what. Like, that's the pick. Yeah. Top three are selected. It's going boom, boom, boom. And then we'll worry Absolutely. about the fourth pick. Absolutely. And then they threw the curveball. And then, uh, yeah, of course, the number one pick, Orlando, takes uh, Pablo Benchero. And then all of a sudden, the second pick, I'm going, oh, shit, the Thunder are going to get away with Jabari Smith here. And they take Chet Holmgren. And I'm like, what happened to Jabari Smith that nobody I, wants? To be him? honest, I love that Chet pick. 
It's good. Chat's going to be a hell of a basketball player, man. I just like the, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I like what they do. They did they well this well. year. They I did mean, well this year. People forget that they sucked for they've sucked for a while now, but they did put together Durant, Westbrook, Harden straight from the draft. Yep. That's just your front office doing their homework, doing their due diligence, and you picked up three MVP players. They had what four, three or four draft picks this year. This year they ended up. I forgot how many off the top of my head because they made some trades. Like they right. they traded they up with some extra. They traded with the Knicks to get the 11th pick because the Knicks were trying to dump salary. So it was a huge fucking thing. Uh, they, they made a lot of trades. I have it right here. But, I've got but their draft picks they made were, were solid. I mean, they, they oh, great they, picks. I mean, if they, they pan out, it's going to be a pretty good draft for them. And then they honestly, have a nice young team with good talent as is. And now you add some good draft picks and a guy like Chet Holmgren, who I'm very anxious to see how he plays in the league because might be the best might, might, be, might be the best player in draft, to be honest. Could be. I mean, he's he's big. They had He's, four. Okay. I yeah, they had more four than picks. Four. Though they traded they drafted, their lower picks. And okay. they drafted two Jalen Williams. I don't know if you saw that. They're spelled different, but they drafted two guys named Jalen Williams. Uh, okay. So that'll be interesting to see how they... Uh, Is there one a center, one's a guard? Yeah, but it'll okay. still be interesting to see how the announcers, if you're doing like a radio Tall call... Tall Jalen, short Yeah, Jaylen. that's the only there way. How go. do you describe them if they're on the court at the same time? But <laughs> so, Lynn Williams. That, that's honestly it. You're going to have to be like J, J1, J2 or something like that. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they had a pretty good draft, and uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do in the future. I think Oklahoma City is going to be a nice team to watch. Keep yeah. an eye on. Uh, and then finally, pick number three, Jabari Smith gets taken by the Houston Rockets. Nice pick. Uh, again, a young team. Uh, they're going to they're trying to build through the draft, and rightfully so. They, 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 they did all they could for James Harden. They tried. Nothing happened. Uh, Kyle looked hungry. I'm going to just Oh, oh thanks. Yeah, oh, we got only one this time. I'm getting better. Oh, it's a brown one. What is a brown one? It is pure shit. Oh, that's either cappuccino or liver and onions. Honestly, not too bad. I eat liver and onions from time to time. It's pretty tasty. Let's see what happens. Oh, God. Liver. That liver and onions. Okay. I've had that for dinner a couple times. Um, then you get to pick number four, and this is where the uh, the curveball, curveball got thrown in, and that's the Sacramento Kings, who apparently are doing everything in their power to be the most embarrassing franchise in NBA history because they just do not know how to draft. They, they have consistently fucked up their picks. And then same thing here. You've got a guy like Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. Damn good player. Could have easily been the fourth pick here. Would have fit in perfectly with them. What do they do? They draft Keegan Murray. Kyle's, Kyle's a Hold little on. busy right now. <laughs> you mentioned Ivey. I want to talk about Ivey because I love the fact that Detroit got him. Yeah, because Detroit's going to be a scary team in a couple of years. Their backcourt I mean, is amazing. Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey, they had the number one pick last year and took Cunningham. <laughs> God who, damn it. Who was a candidate for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, he, he had a slow start, so rightfully so, didn't get it. Right. It was robbed by from Evan Mobley. I, I'm never going to die off that one. But, uh, yeah, the Pistons take Jaden Ivey at five, but the Kings taking Keegan Murray it was a head-scratcher for a lot of people. A lot of people thought it was a bad pick. Right. It's just, it's the Kings doing the Kings things. Like, they're just, they drafted Tyrese Halliburton a few years ago. They traded him away for uh, Sabonis last season. Now they draft Keegan Murray when they had a guy like David, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jaden Ivey sitting there. So many options. They fucked it up again, I think. I, I, I just don't think it's a good pick, Keegan Murray. I, you know what's funny to me is that Detroit probably assumed that Sacramento was going to fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they knew there Everyone behind the Kings was like, yeah, there's no way they're going to take it. Because what I heard should, a lot of was that the Pistons had a lot of teams on the phone to make a trade. Right. So I think they expected the Kings to take Jaden Ivey, and then when Jaden Ivey's off the board, the Pistons were going to trade. Right. They had they did not expect Jaden Ivey to be there at five. Yeah. Lo and behold, they he falls. Nutted, they the Pistons themselves. drafted him, and I remember I watched the I watched the whole draft. Next thing I know, every two seconds I'm getting a tweet from some expert and uh, analyst, whatever, and they're saying the the 
Uh, Pistons are taking calls on Jaden Ivey. They're looking to trade. They're looking to move in this and that. My friends are Knicks fans. They're going, I'm hearing we're getting Jaden Ivey. We're getting this guy. We're getting that guy. And then all of a sudden, one final tweet comes out and says, Detroit's keeping Ivey. Well, because I, I'm pretty positive Detroit was a team that was in the mix to get Sexton or want to get Sexton. Yes. They wanted another backcourt player. Yeah. So with him not going and Detroit taking Ivy. Yeah, that, there, there went Colin Sexton I to think the Pistons. That's what, that's, I think that's what made the Cavs go, all right, the market for Sexton got a lot smaller. Yep. We're going to put that qualifying, and not to jump the gun here, but they're going to put the offer out to him, and that's whatever. But yeah. the, the market for Sexton got smaller after this draft. It did. Uh, I mean, and yeah, and like I said, uh, or like Kyle said, we are going to talk about Colin yeah, Sexton. Sorry. Colin Sexton was given an extended uh, qualifying offer. Uh, not an extension yet, but a qualifying yeah. offer from the Cavaliers, which means any team can make him a deal. The Cavs have the rights to match it. Right. So happens in the, in the NBA a lot. I think it happened with Anderson Verjao with us a few years ago. We should have let him leave. I think it was back then they were still the Bobcats. I think the Charlotte Bobcats gave Anderson Verjao a pretty good deal, and the Cavs matched it. And I was pissed because I wanted Anderson Verjao out of here, but whatever. You win some, you lose some. Um, oh, back in our day, I remember that. Oh, dude, I do. Paige Stoyakovich, um, uh, Vladi Divac, Mike Bibby, dude, fucking Mike Doug Bibby, Christie. Mike, Mike Bibby and Doug Christie were Those the Those teams were back so good. Uh, who was the other one? Uh, Bobby, yeah, Bobby Jackson. Bobby Jackson. Yeah, Chris it. Weber, too. Chris yep. Weber, yep. They had a damn good team. I loved watching them bang with the fucking uh, the Lakers back in the day in the West. Those West teams were so good. You had the uh, the Blazers back when they had Rasheed Wallace and shit. Those the West was fun to watch back in the day. They had Turkaglu too. Yeah, he did Turkaglu. Turkaglu. So yeah, the good good shit to watch back in the day. But since then, I mean, the Kings have done nothing. I think they're on one of the longest streaks of missing the playoffs. Um, I love when guys. I know it's a it's a popular meme going around, but it says something about how how guys can just sit around and mention random players' names and like we could do it all day. That's a that's Absolutely. a true thing. That's the truest meme that I've ever seen. That's true. We just did it now with the Kings. We now, mentioned the early two thousand Kings, and boom, look how many names came out. I feel bad that Kyle ate that jelly belly and it didn't sit well with him. So, to be fair, to be nice, even though I won, dude, you're I'm gonna, gonna get fucking easy right here. I'm gonna eat one too. I okay, mean, it could be on. good, could Let's be bad. Here. I'll let Kyle pick one, but I'd also like Kyle to eat one as well with me to maybe cleanse his palate. Maybe oh, we he got gets two. a better one. There we go. So All we right. got two. So, so the options get, are. Let me get the orange one because that could be peach, but it could be so barf. So the white one is dirty dishwasher birthday cake. Okay. And the peach one is peach or barf. Yep. Let me go with the peach, please. All right. Let's hope for the best. I'm not going to smell it down the hatch. Like most things don't smell, just put it in your yeah. mouth. I got barf. Oh, I got birthday cake. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Yes. That is so fucking bad. Way to suffer with me, buddy. It, it tastes like three-day-old mac and cheese that's been sitting in a hot car. That's the best I can describe it. Three-day-old mac and cheese sitting in the car? Yep. Mm. yep. You've had yeah. worse things in your mouth, though. It's okay. Yeah, no, not that bad. No, so I didn't even, you know, a little gross, but whatever. Mm. Um. So, yeah, the uh, the Kings <laughs> fucked the draft up. Next thing you know, Ivy slides to five. Fourth and 15 is the best show. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mel? Hey, I like how every, Mel has to come in under his uh, other network. Every show on Redline Radio is the best show. Let's just call it that, all right? That's true. That's how I look at it. We're all a team. I honestly, when we win, I love, I, I shout out everybody in the group text or the group message. That's the first thing I do is tell everybody congratulations on a great month. I know I, I post something about me personally, but I'll do that because it's fun. But uh, I bust balls. Honestly, I love seeing everyone at Redline Radio thrive. It's fun. I love it. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll fast forward a few picks. We're not going to go over the whole draft because who gives a fuck? Uh, the Cavaliers drafted Ochai Ajabi. Say that five times fast. Ochai Ajabi. Uh, yeah, interesting name. You get used to it after a while. And he uh, he's a 6'8", 3". 
He's a 3 and D, as they call. That's the new slang in the NBA. Uh, he can shoot a 3, and he plays defense. 3 and D. That's the new thing. 3 D. So it. the Cavs took him. He is a four-year senior. He just won the championship with Kansas. If you look at his stats, he progressively got better every year, especially with the three-point shooting, and that's exactly what the Cavaliers needed. I love this needed. pick. I like it a lot. I mean, he's a little older. I didn't think he fit our team analytically. I didn't think. I think he's 22 right now, which I know that sounds crazy to say 22 is a little old. But Jesus, on our team, yeah, I feel old then. I mean, Evan Mobley was our number one pick last year. Should have been rookie of the year, and I think he just turned twenty. I right. think so. You have a guy who's two years younger who's already got a year in the NBA under his belt. But here's the thing, though: is this guy is not going to be a starter right off the bat. He's going to be a, a he's he's the wing off the bench we need that we wanted Chetty Osman to be. And that's what I love about this pick, and that's I think I texted you about this. Is like I love the Cavs draft this year because it tells me they trust the team they have, and they drafted behind the starters to support the pieces that they were missing. Because now they, they believe that their starters can do what they have to do and they can bring people off the bench to continue the success the starters were having. I yep. love that. Normally, every other year, we're drafting for starters. And what I like about this, too, is assuming he comes back full health, which I think he will because it's been about a calendar year since his injury when the season will kick off. Um, imagine off your bench, you're going to be bringing out Ajabi and Colin Sexton. And depending on how they, they cycle the rotation, you're going to have Karis LeVert, Lori Markinen, guys like that coming off the bench. Because your starting five is probably going to be it's going to be Garland. More than likely, I would think LeVert's going to get the start yeah. at the two. I would think LeVert. So you go LeVert at two. Three is kind of up in the air. Could be a jobby, could be Markinen. Maybe they want Markinen's size off the bench. Right. So no, I mean, it could be a jobby, sense. could be Markinen. Or it could be Isaac Okoro, which I'm not really a huge fan of. I got in a little Twitter debate with somebody the other day because I said Isaac Okoro was, might, might be considered a bust of a pick. Right. Not a bust, but just he, he was a top five pick, and he's, he doesn't play like a top five pick. That's kind of just what I said. And uh, a guy came at me and was like, why do you say that? I'm like, because I'm a fucking Cavs fan. I watch the game. You have like guys who come at you. He doesn't. I, I like them better than the guys that try to come on me. <laughs> and so you have... Isaac Okoro, who's a top-five pick, who was drafted for his defense, who was supposed to get better offensively, and he's turned into a complete liability on offense. And that's my issue with him right. as a player. You have a guy who we, we joked about it on the show before. He scored zero points in a game before. Right. Steph Curry not hitting a three. He still scored points. Isaac Okoro played as a starter in the NBA, zero points. In a league where they play no defense, it's probably harder to not score than it is to score in an NBA game. And yeah. he found a way. So... Got into a little, not even an argument. It was just a guy that I, I checked his Twitter profile, his account. He just finds people that say Isaac Okoro, and he finds their tweet and starts confronting them, oh, basically. Big, biggest fan, huh? It might be Isaac Okoro's burner account. He could be pulling a Kevin Durant. I would not I like be surprised. It. I like it. And it, it, I hope it was, because I got to interact with him and tell him why I think he sucks. And then he liked my tweet. So hopefully it was Okoro, and he's like, hey, this guy's got a point. Because I wasn't a dick or anything. I was just like, I said he was a top five pick. His uh, defense is good but it's not good enough to make up for his offensive liability that he is. And right. the guy liked the tweet and was like, all right, you made a good point. I think this that's fair. This tweet brought to you by talking about balls. Like, that's like fair. Kyle Shanahan last year, they, they listened to our show. They do. And, I mean, that was my problem. Uh, obviously, it's apples and oranges, but that was my issue with Baker Mayfield and the fans that, that loved him. You have a guy who was a number one overall pick, not playing like a number one overall pick at all, and fans are still talking about how great he is. It's like this guy went number one. Not Baker's numbers were good paycheck. if he was a second-day pick. Then you go, that's actually really good value out of this guy. Instead, you have the number one overall. Needs to be the best of the best. And he's in the middle, maybe a little less than the middle. And fans are like, fucking amazing. He's the best player I've ever seen. I, I, that boggled my mind. Um, 
But so the Cavs take a flyer on Oche Ajabi at 14. Again, four-year starter, got better, national champion. He was their key piece to winning the national championship this year at Kansas. Uh, so you have that that championship pedigree, I guess. That, that's good to bring to the Cavaliers. He can teach the young players how to win, which is weird that he's going to be a rookie and possibly a mentor to some of them because sure. he's, he's an elder. But that's just how it goes in the NBA. Well, we still have one of the youngest teams in NBA, though. Absolutely, they do. And and at 14, you take a flyer. You hope for the best. I think there were fans out there that were expecting us to take, like, I don't even know who they thought we would take. People were really high in the Ohio State guy. I don't know where he yeah, went. Yeah, Malachi Branham. He went to the Spurs at, like, 20 or 21. Yeah. I got it right here. Um, Yeah, 20, he went to the Spurs. Yeah, Malachi just, Branham. Just a, you know, Obviously, the Ohio State closeness. They really Young. wanted the guy. Played one year, good right. shooter, needs a lot of development. That's good for a team yeah, like the Spurs. Yeah, but this guy's proven. He's played multiple years. Yeah. He's done it all over the four seasons he was in Kansas. Yep. I mean, why not take a chance on someone like that who can come in, you can mold to the team, person you want him to be on your team, the role he needs to play, and he can start giving this next season. And, and the way Kobe Altman and all uh, all the executives with the Cavaliers were celebrating the pick, I get it. They're going to do that regardless. Right. Whether it was this was really the guy they wanted or maybe let's just say, like, who went before him. Maybe they wanted the, the first Jalen Williams from the Thunder. Sure. And he was gone. So they go, fuck, we'll have to take our next guy, Oche Ajabi. They take him. They're going to celebrate like they had the number one overall pick, and they're happy as hell, which is good because they do development and scouting all year. So I know they know what they're doing. They didn't just – it's not like fantasy football where you have two guys in mind and they both get taken, and you're like, fuck, now what do I do? And you have to check the board. Where you take the whole two minutes to pick your player. Yeah, where you're yeah, like, fuck, before. you threw off everything. These guys have a plan. They have it all. I'm sure they've gone through every scenario of who do we take if this guy's there, blah, blah, blah. So they like the pick. I like the pick. I liked Kobe Altman's press conference about him then, uh, after, after the draft. Said he fits everything they want. He is a polished player. They consider him a finished product, which obviously you, you'll get better in the NBA. There's so much more coaching to happen in the NBA, but they think of him as a finished product in terms of, like, they know what kind of player he is. He's not a rookie that you need to help develop a jump shot from scratch. He's a guy that they're ready to go, and, and I'm excited to see what happens with him. And again, at 14 overall, you're not taking the guy to be an immediate contributor. You're not expecting him to come in no. and, and, and turn your franchise around. No, by midway through the like midway through the season, you expect him to be contributing pretty yep. well. But that's what you want out of that pick. And to I'm me, perfectly is, fine with that. He is a key piece to a team trying to build to become yep. a consistent playoff winner. And I think this is a perfect fit. Yep. I like happy, it a lot. I'm, I'm happy with the pick. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, though, Colin Sexton did get the qualifying offer extended to him. And uh, uh, that's... Big news. I mean, I think the Cavaliers, there's been a lot of discussion, especially on this show. We talk to people all the time about what's going to happen with Colin Sexton, what's his future, and looks like he's going to be a Cavalier for the time being unless they're going to try to trade him. Was it $7.2 million qualifying offer, which is fair, I think? Um, yeah, something like that. Basically, any team can offer him to a contract, and the Cavaliers have the option to, to steal him Right, away, it was basically. just to get the ball rolling. Basically. Yeah, they, they yeah. put out an initial offer basically to show – kind of where they're at financially, and if a team is willing to over... I won't even say overpay, because guys get paid in the NBA. I don't understand how right. some of them do. And the Cavs aren't showing all their hand either. I mean, I mean, obviously, they'd be willing to pay more if, if they feel he's worth it, but Absolutely. it's at least to get the ball rolling to say that we want to keep you, and we're invested in keeping you on this team, and yep. we'll see what happens with the rest of the league. But you have a top 10 pick who is fine. I mean, I don't think Colin Sexton's going to an All-Star game anytime soon. He's an okay player. He's fine. Well, he went to the All-Star game last year. He just hung out with the team. Yeah, the he went there to hang. He got a ticket, and he sat in the second <laughs> he row. Was there. He was he there. He supported his other teammates. Um, but yeah, so Colin Sexton's a good player. He's a fine player, top 10 pick. But the Cavaliers showed that with him out, they could still win. Yeah. So, not a knock on Colin. Don't get me wrong. I do think him on the team is, a, is better than, you know, Lamar Stevenson coming off the bench. I'd rather right. have Colin Sexton, personally. So, 
you have that. But I think the Cavaliers are being smart. They're not offering him anything crazy. They're not giving him a max contract or anything close. They're not giving him a long-term contract because you have a guy who's been a little inconsistent coming off a major injury. So it's smart. They're, they're, they're playing it cool. They're playing it light. Um, they're going to see what happens. Go with, go with him in the future. I'm, I'm good with this. The I mean, taze I'm... is coming, Mike. Be patient. Be patient. <sighs> People, you got to hang out and hang, hang with us. Enjoy the show before I uh, go, start slobbering over everybody. Go up to swings and things. Get some practice swings in. And then when you come back, well, it'll be taze time. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> now, we will get to the tasing. A little bit. It's Don't coming. worry. I got Surely, it. Actually, I have the whole episode planned out. Everybody, don't you worry at home. Everybody, I got gotcha. you. Um, a little more basketball talk. The Cavaliers also did have they they had four draft picks. I'm kind of shocked they used all four. I did not expect that. Khalifa Diop, their second pick. Khalifa Jop. Jop. Sagana. Remember Sagana Jop? Yeah, yeah. That's how you pronounce it. They're not related. Right. No, okay. they're not. That was verified. That's a weird. So you one. have uh, Khalifa Jop. Who was a seven-one center out of Senegal, which is I think in like Africa or something? I thought we were just drafting family members in this in this draft. Uh, family members and alumni, family members apparently. <laughs> but no, they're not related. I heard that on the radio the other day because that was the first thing I thought was, holy shit. Um, and then they also took um, what else did they take? I got it written down here. Isaiah, Isaiah Mobley, Mobley, yeah, Evan Mobley's brother, who is uh, he's six ten, went to USC, played for a couple years, played little, with his little brother. Rusty, little rusty, uh, little. Um, not sharp around the edges. I guess he needs some fine-tuning, but he sure. can still be a good piece I mean, for us. A second-round pick. You get what you get out of a guy like that. You hope to develop him. You're going to give him a two-way contract. Uh, and then also they took uh, Luke Travers, who is a 6'8 swing player kind of out of Australia. Uh, they've already said that the foreign players in Jop and Travers are going to stay overseas. They're going to be part of our international club. And then um, I expect Isaiah Mobley to get a two-way contract. And he'll bounce around from the G League and the Cavaliers, probably spending most of his season in the G League. Yeah. But gets to be with his brother. They'll practice together every once in a while. I don't exactly know how the G League and NBA practices work, if they're separate or whatever. But it's just cool that the family's together. I think it's going to make Evan Mobley really happy. So smart move by the Cavaliers, a second-round pick. Keep make, your, make your star player happy. Keep your yeah, face of the franchise happy. It's Absolutely. a smart move. I love it. So good, good job out of them. Good job out of Kobe Altman. Got some size. You got some guys to project and, and to work on, and hopefully one day they either contribute or they're good enough to where you can trade them for something, and that's the plan. That's the way to do it. Uh, tomorrow is NBA free agency. I don't have any pictures for this. This was something I threw together at the last second because free agency is getting ready to start. It's already started, it felt like. And, yeah, there are teams that are already making some deals. Uh, the first one, obviously, is John Wall. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah. So John Wall gets bought out by the Houston Rockets, gets a Clippers. shitload of money, yeah. and immediately is agreed to go to the Clippers. So he's gone. He hasn't, he hasn't played in like a year and a half or something like that. I think he played 40 games at most for the Rockets over the last like three years or something yeah. like that. It, not a lot. John Wall hasn't done much. And going right to the Clippers, trying to win. Are you are you surprised, not to change the, not the subject, but to move to a different team, that, that um, uh, Westbrook picked up his option? No, because who would not pick up a $45 million option? If you're a good enough player to where you could go wherever the fuck you want and get $45 million and you think there's a better situation on a better team, because, I mean, right now the way the Lakers are constructed, they're not a good team. So for a guy like Westbrook, he could go, you got a shit one? A back-to-back liver and onion. a liver and onion. Nice. Happy for you. Um, At least you're getting immune to the taste, or used to it at least. Dude, I hate liver and onions. But you have a guy like uh, Westbrook who's on a really bad Laker team. Uh, obviously, if you have Anthony Davis healthy, 
a healthy Anthony Davis is going to make things a lot better for the Lakers. Just got to swallow it whole. That's what she said. Oh, I like punishment. Cam. Oh, that's a good. I like that wow. a lot. Look at is that new creation out of our producer there, Tim? I love nice. it on the fly. I like it. We got Kyle eating the liver and onion oh, jelly God. belly, not liking it at all. Although it kind of looks like you're enjoying it, you see it like swishing around in your mouth. You're oh no, I just swallowed it whole. You know, just every ounce of flavor. It's got to just take it back like a champ. But uh, but yeah, so Westbrook picks up his option. I think. You know, the one thing that was funny was Kyrie Irving because that was something that a lot of people thought, is he going to pick up his option? Right. A lot of people thought he's going to opt out of the, the Nets. I think he waited and to see. And he's going elsewhere. I think he waited to see what could happen before yeah. picking up his option. Because they think they were talking about trading him, maybe a sign-in trade or whatever. But Yeah, the problem with the sign-in trade, though, though I forgot the exact details, but it's like it, if you do a sign-in trade, it makes your salary cap a hard cap. Right. And it, like, really fucks with teams. So then you have no money to go elsewhere. Like, you True. can't go over and do things. So sign-in trades aren't really, like, a sought-after thing, especially if you're doing it with a guy like Kyrie who's going to have a damn near max contract. Right, so, when I saw the rumor of, like, oh, Kyrie's looking to go back and play with LeBron and the Lakers, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, there were definitely some rumblings, but the one thing I saw was basically that the Lakers had nothing to offer the Nets. Like, there was no package they could put together to get Kyrie Irving. So right. it's kind of a moot point. Like, it was never going to happen. And I also saw, basically, that because he's burned so many bridges, bit of a head case. Bit of a troublemaker. The only team that wanted him. Might the be rumor Lakers. was the only team that really had interest in trading for Kyrie because Irving was the Lakers. Because and that LeBron. was it. Because yeah. LeBron runs the show. So uh, that's well, all I saw. Therapist LeBron, he could have handled Kyrie. The cool thing, though, there was some good drama, and it was if Kyrie opts out and goes elsewhere, where does Kevin Durant go? Because Kevin Durant's going to demand and there a trade. There was rumors I saw about Durant wanting to go somewhere else. Yeah. So the rumor was if, if Kyrie left, Durant was out. And next thing you know, they kept it together. And, oh, nice job, Tim. I like that. And... They're, they're staying together. They're going to play in, in Brooklyn, and more power to them. I think that team kind of sucks. On the Tim. Way to go, man. That's, he's that's killing it today. I like it. Usually, Jeez. sometimes he gets a cat nap in during the show. Today, he's killing it. I love it. <laughs> he's ready to see Kyle get tased. I think it's rejuvenated. I got my cat nap earlier. No, you by did. The way, All right. you, by I, the way, I, you fall asleep. I've got something Yeah, I know you, like to, you like to catch a couple Zs every now and then. <laughs> but, uh, You're not supposed to know that. You ain't supposed to tell him that. <laughs> no, I like it. I like the fans to know what's going on behind Our the show's scenes. so good, Tim. You can take a cruise control moment. Yeah, but it's okay. As Kyle said, we brought in Tim's alarm clock in case he falls asleep today. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Irving and Durant project is going to remain in Brooklyn. We'll see what happens they with them. They still won't make it. Um, I mean, they're going to have Ben Simmons next year. Hopefully he plays for the first time. That'll be kind of exciting. Uh, to see them in action together. I saw James Harden is opting out in yeah, Philly. Yeah. But they could he's he still resign. Yeah. He said he's gonna stay. He wants a cheaper contract to help yeah. them make, get better, yeah. which is you don't hear that. I love players that do that. I'm not a James Harden fan it's personally. Tom Brady treatment right there. It is. I hate watching James Harden play. I hate watching him get shitty foul calls. I hate watching him lean James into Harden people. Hates James Harden playing, I hate it's watching okay. the flopping. I really hate it all. So when I, I saw that he's opting out to give the Sixers more money to build a team, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Like, I love, I respect the fuck out of yeah. that. Because to me, winning is everything. That's all I care about, personally. They can bring in another mediocre player and they won't go far. It's exactly, yeah. If he stays for a huge contract, James Harden realizes he's not worth it. He'd be holding the Sixers back. Everyone on the team would probably hate him because he'd be pre preventing them from winning a championship. Yep. He'd be wasting Joel Embiid's talent. And he sees that, and he said, fuck it, I'm going to take a pay cut. I love that. More power to him for doing that. That's huge. Uh, DeJounte, DeJounte Murray was traded from the Spurs to the Hawks today for Danilo Gallinari. And I think three first-round picks. And that was a that's a hell of a haul. Yeah, that's hefty. That's Spurs a lot. Spurs are—it's interesting. Spurs have made some good— uh, draft picks, and now they're doing this. That's it's interesting. My issue, I have to do a little more research because I really don't know much about it. Why why they wanted to get rid of him so badly? 
Like the Spurs were in the play-in tournament. They were close to making the playoffs. They have a young team. They just had a draft. They're, they can keep going. And they fucking trade away their best player. I thought the Cavs, I, I for sure thought the Cavs were trying to get into that trade. I, for a while there, I, I just don't think dropped. they can afford it. No, I don't think we could afford it either. But I yeah. heard the Cavs and him in like talks. I mean, they I mean? might have called and just said like, "Hey, what's it going to take?" And right. then we just we realized yeah, we, we don't have the it. offer. That's that's a shame. Maybe in the NBA. maybe Pop is like, "Look, I don't need him. Yeah, maybe I mean, some young talent. I can coach young. He talent. hasn't won much in. since obviously you know Tony Parker and Ginobili and all them left. But the Popovich is like one of those guys who's such a good veteran. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. You don't really question his moves. That's right. kind of where I'm at with him. I'm, I'm like you. That's probably what he said. He's like, just get rid of this guy. Give me some. Give me a haul back. Yeah, it's like it's I like Bill Belichick. It. Like I don't question if Bill Belichick trades a guy. It's like uh, there must be something fucked up with this guy, which right. makes me worried that we got a, a, a the raw deal and Chase Winovich coming to Cleveland because every time Bill makes a trade, he's usually it's right. Because, he wins the trade. Yeah. Uh, and to Dave's point with uh, looking at Ricky Rubio or Joe Ingles, um, the one thing I heard from Brian Winhurst yesterday about Ricky Rubio was. The Cavs would like Rubio, but they they need a guy that's going to be able to play in November. Ricky Rubio is not going to be that guy. Ricky Rubio is going to be missing most of this season until he gets healthy because it's his second or third torn ACL. ACL. Yeah. So the Cavs are kind of looking for a healthy body. They need somebody that can play immediately, and Rubio is not that guy. So maybe down the line they get Rubio as a veteran piece for a playoff run, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna make a move for him anytime soon. And if they do. I mean, just know as a Cavs fan, he's not playing for most of the year. I mean, at least bring half. Roby in as a coach because I loved him on the team. Great, I, uh, that's great what I love. motivational loved. speaker. He was the heart and soul of this team. So if they bring him in, I'm all for it. Even if they know he can't play, it's just I'm not exactly positive how it works yeah. roster spot wise. I'm not wasting a roster spot for a guy who we know isn't playing. Right. But maybe Kobe Altman can work some shit around and get it right. But yeah, the East definitely got tougher with with Murray going to the Hawks. The Hawks were a good team. Uh, they have Trey Young. They obviously beat the Cavs in the playing. Uh, game, or the second playing game, yeah, and they got into the playoffs and they got embarrassed. But uh, the East is definitely getting tougher, so that's that. Uh, what else did I have for the NBA? Did anybody else? Nope. John Wall, uh, PJ Tucker, he's bouncing around from team to team like he does. He likes to go to the next championship contender. He was with Milwaukee, won a championship. He was just with Miami, and they were a game away from going to the finals. And then now the rumor is he opted out of his or opted to not uh, opt into his contract. And he is a free agent, and the rumor is Philly is on his list of teams he's going to. So that helps. James Harden leaves. They can sign a guy like P.J. Tucker. And that's a That'd huge, be a good signing for them. huge bench player. He's a great defender, good corner three-shooter. Uh, he's a dick. He's the kind of guy that's going to go out there and ruffle all the feathers on the other team. Yeah. Everyone's going to be pissed off. He's going to cause people to have technical fouls, which is huge. That's good. That's what he does. They still want to be good enough. No, I hate the Sixers. I mean, they might. It depends on what else they can get because, I mean, Joel Embiid is fucking good. But we'll see what happens. No, Rondo was not good here. That that trade failed miserably when we got Rondo. I was excited at first because I was hoping we were going to get the 2020 Lakers championship version of Rondo, who every time I turned around, it looked like he was stealing the ball from from Tyler Hero or whoever on the Heat because his defense was so fucking good in the finals in the 2020 playoffs when the Lakers won the championship. Uh, but when he came to Cleveland, nothing. I mean, we got nothing out of Rondo. He couldn't stay healthy. He's a shell of himself. Thanks for coming, but get the fuck out. That's kind of my philosophy on that for him. Uh, next up, a little baseball talk for all you baseball fans at home. Baseball. The Cleveland Guardians. I haven't checked the score here in a little God, bit. God, look at that logo. Such a great logo. Looks like Pauly from uh, Pauly Walnuts from <laughs> Sopranos. 
Let me check the <laughs> score here. You're right. Oh, you never know. You never saw that one before. No, I, I mean, I I know who Polly Walnuts. No, is, I, mean, I, like, didn't, I didn't put two to two when together. When it first started, people were calling it the Polly Walnuts. That's logo. amazing. Yeah. So let me check scores here. So we have the Guardians are. Are they winning? I thought. No. Nope. Well, it they went were to, winning. It went to extras and they lost. The Twins are up six to three in the bottom of the tenth. Oh, good deal. Zero outs. So the Guardians are now three outs away from another. When I left watching the game, loss. they were up three nothing. So that's good. Uh, Karis Levert wasn't great, but he did. He was hurt for some of the season before we got him, came here. I mean, halfway through the season, you're trying to mesh with a team. When you're not a superstar type of player, it's hard. Yeah. So they basically they traded for Karis LeVert, and they were like, hey, the jump in and catch up with everybody else, and it didn't work. So I'm hoping that a full offseason and a full you know, practice with the team in the offseason and, and coaching staff, et cetera, gets him more familiar with the playbook, gets him more familiar with his teammates, and Karis LeVert will have a much better season coming up is the, the hope for everybody, obviously, because we still have him under contract. He's not going anywhere, so he'll be here again. But the Guardians are about to lose another game to the Twins, losing more ground in the Central after they just had a triumphant road series against multiple teams, God, won a we lot were, of games. We were talking deep playoff runs after they beat those teams in the road. I'm like, wasn't. oh, God. <laughs> And now all of a sudden, Boston comes to town and smacks the shit out of them. All, because Kyle said something about a deep playoff run for the Guardians. Oh, He's getting a jelly belly because I don't like that one bit. We don't talk nicely about the Guardians on oh, this Oh, this is birthday cake again? Or... No, I think that one's the Tutti Frutti. Oh, it's birthday cake or... It looks like it's pinkish, though. It looks like the Tutti Frutti, I thought. Is it? Maybe it is. I think it is. Uh, well, we're going to find out here in a second, ladies and gentlemen, if it's, it's Tutti Frutti dead fish. or... De- is it dead fish? Please be dead fish. Oh, no. Strawberry banana smoothie. We're good. Okay, so what was the option for that one? Dirty Strawberry fish. banana and then... Oh, it is dead fish. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. He got Woo! lucky. <laughs> All right, but yeah, the Guardians are on a losing streak a little bit. They're uh, they're not playing well. They got swept by Boston over the weekend. They have, they're have they playing the Twins. I mean, fuck, they're playing five games in three days or something mm-hmm. like that it is. And, yeah, they're, they're just not a very good team, uh, the Guardians. They're, they got lucky. They were hot. Teams do that in baseball. I just don't think the Guardians can consistently do something to Jose make a playoff Jose has kind of done this a little bit lately, too. Which, I mean, I feel bad for him. The dude's doing it all. That was my big issue when they when they signed him to that extension was he put a no-trade clause in it. They better put some shit around him. We do have a new owner, partial owner. Yeah, minority owner. Yeah, uh, what's his name? With Dave, some money. Dave Blitzer, I think it is. I think, he's, like uh, I think he's a Leaf Guard owner, right? He's local. He yeah. actually owns... He was supposed to be, from what some I read... Some NASCAR teams, by the way. Dave and Lee, if you're watching, you probably should know this. Yeah, you guys could make some decals for him or something. Yeah. I don't know who, who he races with or anything. Cars that go it. zoom, zoom in a circle. No idea. I always find that funny, that cars that, that go hundreds of miles an hour in a circle, they have sponsors on their car. So if you're in the crowd, you can't even see what it says on the car. <laughs> yeah. Here comes that glitter and paint spot. So like, hey, hey, yeah. I think that was him. Wasn't that him? <laughs> that was our sign. Yeah, I think that was us right there, wasn't it? That little sticker under above the tire. catch the blur. Can we slow it down a little bit, please? I just think of Ricky Bobby when he put the sticker right on the windshield. I love that. That's so funny to me. Um, yeah, the Guardians are young. We ain't first and last. Damn right. Shake and bake. Uh, but the Guardians are struggling. They're losing to the Twins again, as we just said, 6-3, to three, one out in the bottom of the 10. And losing more ground for first place as they took it. They're, they've quickly squandered it away. We both said this is a very easy division, so if they won a division, nobody would be surprised. When, when the Guardians were but, about to take first place, Kyle texts me, and he's like, how about the Guardians? Something like that. Tied for like, first when I texted you, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but we're in the Central, <laughs> so... Tamper the expectations. Take it for what it's worth. And then, lo and behold, we face a team from the East in Boston, and, and they swept us, and it was embarrassing. Swept. And then now against the, uh, the the Twins. 
so but far we just this swept is, not even a we couple just weeks swept ago. them last week yeah and then now we're facing them with the double headers and, and shit. Sweet, we've played this swept. is the fourth game i think and we are one and three yep. if assuming we lose this game we'll be one and three in our last four against the twins way to go boys which is not good in a pennant race but we're halfway there we have a new owner maybe he's going to put a little money into the team at the trade Can deadline, he do that now, gonna, or he has to wait till next year? To I think do he's that. officially a part of it. I think yeah, honestly, he can do it now. Okay. I, I, I think so. I really don't know. Ricky Bobby, it's dangerous, but I do love some big Newtons. They are good. If you, if you don't like Big Red, then fuck you. I love that part. That's so funny to me. Such a great movie. Uh, really quick, you're I my wanna... best friend. <laughs> when he's marrying his wife, <laughs> he wants him to come to the wedding. We, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a talking about balls watches. Uh, Tell Dig and absolutely episode special. I think that'd be fun. We'll find something. Like we'll, we'll figure it out. Mystery, we'll have, mystery theater, uh, whatever, 3,000 yeah, like, voiceovers. Yeah, we'll find a bar that'll let us play it, and we'll, have, we'll invite everybody to come watch it. We'll drink and watch Ricky Bobby. I think that sounds like a fucking cool, uh, cool idea. Dave, get on that. I'm giving you one job. I need you to set me up with a bar that's going to let us sit there, watch a movie, maybe do a live broadcast. And talk over it. Let's do it. Let's work on that. I'm talking to Dave. Dave, hopefully, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but it's looking like we're going to have to record next week instead of taking the two weeks off. It'll, it'll screw our schedule up a little bit, but we're going to record next week the 13th. So with that, or the 6th, I'm sorry. With that being said, we'll be recording on the 6th. Hopefully, we'll see. with both Steel City Renegades. Well, is it three? Is Chipper officially a Steel City Renegade? I don't know if he signed a contract yet. Okay, so Chipper, is, he's a free agent, so we're not counting him. We're going to, if, if he's part of it, whatever, two-thirds of the Steel City Renegade uh, in Dave and Lee. Should be on the show, we hope. Dave's working on a schedule right now. Lee will be here for sure. So we'll at least have one member. We want to have them on before they make their debut for the season yep. on July 17th. They'll be going live well, for the got, first they time gotta, this they year. they got to shake off the rust. Yeah, they got big... It's, it's been so long. they got big shoes to fill coming in. Uh, you're joining the number one show at Redline. We're going to have a handbook so you guys know what to do and not to do. Yeah, we'll help back. you. You just let us know. We'll help you along the way. We're more than happy to do Bring it. Bring your own water. Bring yes. yeah, fuck off. Bring your own water. I do every week. You guys see me with a bottle of water. That's from home. And you know what? We'll, pro- we'll probably have these next week too. We're gonna leave these here. It's gonna be the show favorite right here. You say you give a bad take, you take a jelly bean. I really want to be confident in the Browns and make bets against them with the Steelers Browns matchups. We we'll, sh- we should do. We'll that. wait till it gets to the season. I we feel learn like about they don't want to make suspension. bets against our show because they see the punishments. Yeah, they don't no, want any, they don't want part of that. It's not pretty. It's only getting worse now that we have a camera involved. The punishments <laughs> before were like a quick Facebook live, like Kyle eating hot sauce in my basement because it's just That's a quick thing to film. Still sucked. Yeah. That was a good one. We, I still have that hot sauce in my basement. It's called like Devil Dick or something. Devil, like that. Devil's tongue. I was going to say bring it until you said Devil's Dick. I don't Tons know. And dicks. If I'm not, I think the bottle kind of looked like a dick though. If I'm not mistaken. So, so I was one, really, I was really shaking it really hard to get it in my mouth. So that'll be something I'd like to see Chipper try if they lose a bet because Chipper, he, he's been filmed doing the uh, the wing challenge. The atomic before. wing challenge. You yeah. have to wear gloves. He's like turning red, looks like he's fucking dying, and he's eating these wings, and he's like yeah. trying to look like, oh, I'm good, and he's crying. And, and here's shit. the thing, though. It wasn't sauce. It wasn't hot sauce. It was extract. It was yeah. thick. The shit that Kyle did was- It was thick. It was, it was heat extract. The, the Scoville units were like 30 million it or something. It took about an hour to slide down my throat. That's it was nuts. That's what she said. Usually it's a That's exactly what she said. Throat. So yeah, hopefully next week we can have those guys on. We'll do all that. That's going to be fun. Um, but for the time being, speak Dave's of the, the devil. He's a week early. His calendar didn't line up, but Dave is here. <laughs> you will? All right, perfect. There we go. We're going to have, officially, we'll have Dave and Lee. One, the true number one show will be. Yes, the officially. true number one show will be recording next Wednesday, talking about balls <laughs> with Dave and Lee in the building. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk a little bit. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the fight 
Baseball fights are back, dude. I love it. That was I one of the it. best fights I've seen. I love it was good. I love good old good. fashioned MLB fights. It was a fun series. You had this is the best picture ever. You walking Jesse, off doing the fucking Jesse bird. Winker double birds to the fans in Anaheim. You have two shitty teams to the in the West. Fans in Anaheim. Yeah, I as see. you can see, nobody goes to the games. But uh, there was a fight. So I guess there's some bad blood that weekend between the Mariners and the Angels. They're of course division rivals. Um, the whole series was a little chippy, yeah. and then in this game, it was the second inning. You had Mike Trout, I think the night before, got thrown at, didn't like it. He bitched. He complained to his teammates, wanted yeah. some retaliation. So next thing you know, they fucking plunk Jesse Winker. You've got the manager of the uh, the Mariners. He's pointing at the ump, and he's saying, throw him out. Like, what the fuck? Get him out of here. Next thing you know, Winker, John with the dugout. Yeah, chases after the dugout, and there's a everybody so clears. That's what it out. I loved about this fight awesome. is the fact that he looked at the pitcher and he said, "No, fuck this. This call came from your dugout. Yeah, and your coach made this call. Yep. He looked right at the coach and went right after the coach. And I love that he, they were trying to hold him back. He pushed the the ump out of his way. Yeah, he got to the dugout. He was fucking swinging on the entire team. That was my favorite part. It was one on forty or whatever he, he for went, a second. And so he was out there for a long time. He walked back, did the double bird. Yep. Love he that. Dropped a couple F bombs, I heard. Yep. He then then and then the umps, this is the best part too. The umps are deciding who's getting kicked out. They're talking. They walk over to the Mariners coach and says, here's what we're deciding. Yep. And then all of a sudden some D bag from the Angels dugout comes out and he this guy walks right back out again. Like Love I it. thought he would be escorted out of nope. the fucking They basically just think that once you go into the tunnel, you're an adult, you're gonna go find your way to the dugout. No, or this the dude wanted room, all the done. smoke. He, and wanted, he came out and was like fuck it. I'm I'm not done. He wanted all the smoke. He came back out and started going after whoever it was. But I guess the story behind that is they were teammates in Cincinnati. Yes. So that's where we were talking shit to so each other. So that was the other guy. That was the, the annoying thing. Uh, really quick before we talk about that guy freaking out. Tim, do you have that? Don't don't play it yet. I don't want to spoil it. But do you have that, like, they play it in uh, clubs all the time, the ba-ba-ba-ba, the horn? Do you have that at the ready, or is that he not does. here? Absolutely. You do? He does. So can you give it to me in a second here? I'm going to let everybody know that first time ever, Jesse Winker is the talking about balls MVP penis of the week. Yeah, he is my favorite. Athlete. He is getting the award this Congratulations. week. Congratulations! Kudos to Jesse Winker. First great. time we've given this award out. I want this to be a new thing. When a player does something like this, that I love a great story where it's not it's sports related, but it's not like a sports thing. Like I don't want to give a guy an award because he hit a home run or one. No, a but game. this is awesome. I want to. He he charged an entire fucking team. Wanted to fight. He wanted it Flipped all. Flipped off everyone in the crowd. Double birds. It's like I that love dude that. from Ohio State when they did Michigan. Yeah, where he Michigan game. He dropped the uh, double birds. He did the double birds. And then the icing on the cake for the story. We'll get to the guy that, that went, his yeah, yeah. teammate. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one. A woman in Seattle, a Mariners fan, thought, you know what? He got kicked out. It's early in the game. I feel bad for him. I'm going to order him a pizza. So I she, didn't see this. Yeah, so she ordered a pizza from apparently there's a company called like Magic Mountain Pizza in, in Anaheim. She has no idea. She just Googled, like, pizza places nearby. She ordered him a large pizza and had it uh, Uber Eat delivered to his house or to the, the dugout or the clubhouse, and the guy got it to him. Winker, like, responded and was like, thank you for the pizza. He got it. The, the No shit. The people found out the name of the Uber driver or the delivery guy, and they gave him, they, they donated money to a GoFundMe for him. They gave him a huge tip. They all Venmoed him a shitload of money for doing it. They actually got it to him. It was a really cool story, yeah. A, he got awesome. it to the clubhouse. It was a really funny story. This woman's just a C, uh, Mariners fan from Seattle, and she saw him get kicked out of the game, and she's like, I'm going to send him a pizza. He's going to be sitting, even though I'm guessing a major league club uh, locker room has all the food you can imagine. Sure. But she still thought a nice gesture. But, a, a, but, a, but a deep dish pepperoni goes a long way yeah. sometimes. Uh, one thing I heard, though, is that the reviews of this pizza place, not the greatest. So she should have picked a better place. But you live and learn. She's not from the area. You can't fault her for picking out bad pizza when she has no idea what's out you there. You Google what's close, you pick it, you go with it. But, yeah, to his teammate, the one thing I hate about this is that after all the smoke had cleared 
or the dust had settled, as they say. Sure. He's in the locker room smashing everything and, like, fucking up his own dugout to, like, look like a badass. I hate when players do that kind of shit you, over you nothing. You said about smacking the baseball bat across the bat holders and everything. If you do that because you struck out or, like, you blundered something, sure. totally understandable. I would do the same thing. But to do it because you're trying to look intense and you're trying to, like, act tough. I just don't find that tough. I find that to be to be lame. I thought it was a weak, weak thing. That's why Jesse Winker is the talking about balls. MVP, MVP penis, penis of the week. I love it. All right. Now, with that being said, it is time to shock the world. Do we need a break first? We are going to take a quick break. Yeah. And when we come back, Kyle will be in position. We're all reliable here. Let your friends know. I might pull a Bobby Hill before I do it and say, get off. I don't know you. Get off my purse. If any of you watch King of the Hill, I love that. That's my favorite part of that show. Damn Uh, it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby Ball. I do that all the time. My wife hates it. I, I imitate Hank Hill religiously. Uh, before we go to break, though, I will let Kyle cleanse his palate here. And let's see what we get in the mystery bucket. When we come back, we're going to do Kyle's punishment. Oh, wow. we got a twofer. They're both, are they both the same? No, they're not the same. They're not. I was going to say, they're, they're close. Yeah. So we got a twofer. But when we come back, we're going to do the punishment as soon as we get back from break. And then we, we're going to talk, obviously, about Deshaun Watson and the uh, settlement. We're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and the... I love that it froze on that face for a second on the screen. Look like you're taking it. You look like you were like taking a shit and like you could smell it and you like you grossed yourself out with like oh, a fart. God. That's kind of what I, what I got out of that. I got stink bug and toasted marshmallow. Interesting. It's a very offsetting. You've been uh, mixing the toasted marshmallow with a lot of things today. You've been pulling them, so I got to take them. <laughs> I can't help that they loaded the top with it. What do you want from me? Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and his settlement of hmm. the 20 out of the 24 cases. He might be talking about it, but it's okay. Yeah. Kyle might be, I don't know, we might have, we have an ambulance on standby. That's why Dave came in here, to drag Kyle downstairs so I don't have to stop recording. And then uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Deshaun Watson's hearing that's underway right now for the possible suspension with Judge Sue Robinson. And then some, unfortunately, he's still a Cleveland Brown, so we've got to talk about it. Baker Mayfield, trade rumors, and then just the tip, and we're going to get out of here. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back, do some ads, and then it's the stunner time. Yeah. See you in a minute. Bye. Go fucking tribe, Mike said. Fuck yeah. Guardians with a walk-off win, but we're not here to talk about that kind of shit right now. Right now we're here to talk about the reason we're all here. And that's Growing Wings Adult Service Studio. The Growing Wings Adult Service, I'm sorry, the official sponsor of State of the Art Studio number two. Growing Wings Adult Services has five years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, call Lisa. 234-334-7547. 234-334-7547. We're located in the beautiful Berea area where apparently Chipper doesn't drive to. So that's where you find us. You will not find Chipper. That's also true. And because we're here, the reason why we're here, and because their studio looks amazing, is because of Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. They want they do bathrooms. They do kitchens, windows, doors, siding, much more. Give them a call today. Ask for Will, 440-731-7654. Tell them that Redline Radio sent you. Um, and they'll take care of you because, trust me, we come to this studio every week or every two weeks right now because of how beautiful this studio is set up, the layout. It makes us do our jobs perfectly fine, and they did a great job here. Why do I have naked ladies in front of me? Never a bad thing. That's why we don't have the cameras on right now. We can't show this. The FCC will shut us down. <laughs> um, let's talk about getting your hair cut. So my wife cuts my hair. She's a hairstylist. She usually cuts women's hair mostly, but she Explains cuts mine. Explains everything. Now, the reason Dave showed up to the studio and hasn't gotten behind the camera is because he's not looking great today. He walked in, and I said, whoa, what happened to you? And he's going tomorrow to get his hair cut because they fix ugly, and that is, of course, I fix ugly. The barbershop on State Road, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, check them out, 216 216- 
400-6969, one of my favorite phone numbers in the world. They are open. Uh, they open at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Check them out. They're located at 4497 State Road, Cleveland, Ohio. I fix ugly. Let's see if they live up to the name after Dave gets done out of the chair. So you might get fined from the uh, the owner of our radio station here. <coughs> but you know what else oh, fixes up? <laughs> you know what? You know what else fixes ugly? Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning. They fix ugly trash bins. Uh, trash bins. They take care of it. They come out. They 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 clean your recycling one, your trash one. They clean them out. They they look fresh, and you're good to go for a long time. I actually use Fitz Trash Bin because I live in North Ridgeville, and they're heavily sponsored out there. Um, give them a call today. You want to reach out to Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning at four four zero seven five two one five three three. Um, mention Redline Radio for the first service. You will get ten percent off, and they will take care of you. Trust me, it's worth it. Now, if you can get a clear screen grab of Kyle after he gets tased here in a couple of minutes and you want to put that on a T-shirt, who do you call? <sighs> Incredible keepsakes, obviously. I hope so. Give them a call, 440-242-9648, or go to their website at www.incrediblekeepsakes.com. As Diane would say, cherish moments that are made to last forever. <laughs> Lord I'm, knows I will in a little bit. <laughs> now I truly hope that somebody fucking screen grabs that face because... But you know what? After I'm done with this, I'm going to need a drink. And if I was in Vegas, where would I go to get a drink at, Justin? What do you think? Probably the Rusty Spur Saloon. Absolutely, it's the Rusty Spur Saloon. I'm going to Vegas in November. I'll be out there for a golf thing for three days. I am going to check these guys out because I really I love dive bars. Me and Justin both love, love. dive bars. Uh, I'm going to check them out. We're out there. They voted the biggest hole-in-the-wall saloon for the last two years. And what's a better place to get a cheap drink? Well, I'm sorry, Vegas cheap drink. Then the Rusty Spurs Saloon. Check them out if you're ever in Vegas. Tell them Redline sent you. They might know us. They might not know us. But you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. Go buy a beer from them. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle will be in Vegas in November. I will not be. I will be home waiting for my wife to give birth to our child. So while I have a lot of time to kill, I'm going to be checking out Redline Radio and all the shit they have going on. Their schedule, Monday through Sunday, every day of the week. You can't miss it. There's something going on 24-7. On Tuesdays, for instance, our very own Tim Buck Tuesday, 6 to 8. What? You cannot miss his show. It's always funny, always great. He's always up to something. You hear him at the end of the show every night. He's always plugging comedy shows. He's hosting this. He's hosting that. The guy, I don't know where he sleeps. Oh, wait, that's when he's doing our show sometimes. But that's okay. I'm just busting his balls. I know Tim loves it. But on Wednesday, of course, you have Sugar and Spice leading us in. Sometimes you have Continuing to Serve there every other week. Uh, If you're ever missing talking about balls and you want to check out a Wednesday night, you have Continuing to Serve always there for you. You got the Lex Vegas show. Thursdays, 7 to 8, Redline Radio's cream of the crop, one of the best shows going, always the face of the company. Uh, Lex Vegas is just who you think of when you think of Redline, if you're listening to the shows. He's a staple of the community. Now, another show that you think of when you think of Redline Radio is, of course, Steel City Renegades. They're getting ready to start their season off on the 17th of July. We'll have them on next week, Dave and Lee, and Chipper via Zoom, if he can get his internet, because right now money's tight, he can't get gas, he can't get the internet. So we'll I see heard AOL dial up, dial up helps. He's got he's putting too much money into bowling leagues and shit these days. So Golf we'll see leagues. what happens to Chipper. We'll see what happens. But we got all that going on and much more on Redline Radio. Check it out. You guys know where to find everything if you ever want to check it out and uh, do it. Well, um, I yeah. So here we go. I got naked ladies in front of me. Sorry, Jess. Love you. Uh, but comedy and lingerie. What's what a better combo than that? I mean, I love making jokes while I'm wearing lingerie all the time. But hey, check it out. August seventeenth, Wednesday. Where's this at? The Exotic Lounge. Exotic Cuisine. Exotic. Wait a minute. Oh, it's oh Lorraine Ave in Cleveland, Ohio. Twenty dollars gets you in, and I would assume it's is what is what it is. We got ladies in lingerie telling jokes. Is that what it is? 
That is what it oh, is. Oh, really? So it's no like, shit. It's like Foxy Boxing, but comedy instead. I kind of like damn. that. I was thinking it was going to be like a comedy show with like the waitresses in lingerie or no, something. No, no. They're legit they're wearing it. lingerie while telling jokes. Okay. Well, I'm, this might be Sold. interesting. Yeah. I mean, tell, say no more. I don't need to hear anything else. Do we get a discount for working at Redline? Like, uh, because Redline Radio is the official sponsor. Perfect. When is that again, Kyle? Uh, August 17th. It's a Wednesday down okay. at Exotic Cuisine. Uh, 6 p.m. to midnight, you got some fine ladies wearing lingerie, telling jokes in front of you on the microphone. Redline Radio's official sponsor. Check them out. Is this the first inaugural thing? Is this going to be an annual thing going forward? Uh, we're going to see how this one goes. And then, yeah, we've got a few other things that we're working on. We also have a so I'm curious. Tell me more. I love that. Is so, yeah, it, that's exciting. If we pay $25, do we get Tim in lingerie telling jokes? Nope, Tim does that for free. Oh, yeah, nicely. <laughs> All right, guys, check it out. August seventh, August seventeenth is a Wednesday at Exotic Cuisine. Twenty dollars, six to midnight. Some ladies telling you some funny jokes, wearing next to nothing. We'll be back in a minute to stun the world. Ladies, am I hot? Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It is time for Kyle's punishment. We'll give everybody a minute to settle in here. The Guardians just won in a walk-off thriller. Josh Naylor. It is time to do the punishment. And you're only going to see Kyle in this video because, obviously, for legal reasons, in case something bad happens, I don't want to be held accountable. So you don't know who is actually stunning him with the taser. Uh, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Justin George. Welcome to Tab Ass. This is the stunner. I'm ready when you are. Is it dead? No, no, you got to power it on. Oh, I didn't know it had to power it on. Go. It was on earlier when I was yeah. fucking with it. All right. Take two. Here we go. Oh. Oh. All right, he, he stayed up. Do it again. Let's go one more time. Oh, he wants another. Sorry, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. Woo! I'm just right. saying, I need my five dollars. He took that like a champ, and he took two of them. Yeah, he asked for more. He was he was tiny Tim. He said, "May I have some more, please?" And I was happy to oblige. <laughs> I think that was Oliver though. The cords wrapped around that chair. My nipples are hard right now. It better be. Good luck sleeping tonight. You're going to be so charged up. But that's even better. We got Kyle all charged up. He took his punishment like a champ. Let's go. In the bowling Ooh. arm. Yeah, he did. He took it right in the arm. Fuck. All right. All right, let's go. And what I read about the reviews, again, people say they felt it for a while. So you feel good? Refreshing? I'm, I'm good. I guess it's like taking a five-hour energy That's Yeah, too. that's going to be Kyle's new morning routine. He's going to brush his teeth, give himself a jolt, and head on out for work. I like it. All right. All right. Well, back to business. I'm so excited to talk about this next thing. That's why I waited to do the Browns <laughs> at the end, because I wanted Kyle and his full potential, and the full excitement that we get. Uh, but Deshaun Watson did, of course, settle 20 of the 24 cases, uh, the civil cases that he Dude, had. My, my watch heart rate's going off. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> <laughs> now, talking about balls first, you might be seeing a heart attack happening live on the right, show. We're good. We're good. Let's go. But, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson settled 20 of the 24 cases. Uh, obviously a good thing to just get it over with. I do think he really wanted to fight this till the end, but I'm guessing his legal team, his lawyers, uh, his agents, the NFL, the Browns, et cetera, everybody more than likely in his corner said, just settle. Let's get rid of it. Let's move on. It's a smart thing to do. Why keep fighting this and keep prolonging possible punishments, letting more people come out with things to say, et cetera. Just put it to rest. Yeah. So he tried, got 20 out of the 24 women. The other four 
are still holding out for something else. Uh, not exactly sure what they're aiming I have a, for. I have a theory. What do you got? So I think that these remaining four, and if I start jolting while I'm talking, just it's okay. It's normal. I hope that I turned you into a superhero somehow. <laughs> Cyborg, baby. There's always that weird origin story, and there's never been one about a guy getting zapped No with a taser. shit. Like, you legit feel it. So I, I felt it go in my arm and across here, and it felt like somebody literally just stabbed you with, like, electrical cords. Yeah. Felt, felt interesting, but it wakes you up, though. Anyway, so my theory with this is I think that these four are the four that he feels, I think Watson feels, he can mm -hmm. take the court and potentially fight and, and maybe prove his innocence against these four. Okay. The other 20, I think, were just those cases that he either the evidence against him wasn't that strong, the evidence he had against them wasn't that strong. It's one of those, like... So you know, is your theory, just, I'm just trying to, no, not playing devil's advocate, just trying to understand, is your theory that Watson didn't approach those four with a settlement? No, so I th maybe, potentially his lawyer did, but I think that he looks at these four as the most, these are probably the ones he had sex with. These are probably the ones that he had the most physical interaction with that he thinks that maybe he can prove that, hey, it was consensual, it wasn't against the law. Let's, it wasn't let's get Kyle's heart rate calmed down with a jelly bean. <laughs> um, but I, I feel that these might be the four, or you know what, these might be the ones that said, Things so fucking bad. It might be these might be the four that say, you know what? No, we're not settling. We want more money. Yeah, and, and go from there. But I, I feel I feel there's a conspiracy theory in there. But I think this is also the NFL might come to him and say, look, we're gonna give you 10, 12 games, but you need to settle those four cases first. Yeah, I could see that. But I mean, the timing doesn't add up with that theory. I like most of your theory. I was with you, but the the settling before oh, God the punishment. Damn it! You got a shitty one. It's a dead fish one. Yeah, enjoy. Um, <laughs> the settlement. Came and then now uh, <laughs> Mel said check his pants, but uh, today is his hearing, so he's yeah. currently on day two of his hearing with Judge Sue Robinson, who's going to make the possible final decision. So basically, what I'm my understanding on how this whole legal precedent works for the NFL when the punishment comes out is whatever Sue Robinson says, Deshaun Watson can agree with. Mm -hmm. Done. That's it. Mm -hmm. If Deshaun Watson appeals. That's when it goes to the NFL and Goodell steps in to make a decision. But right now, whatever Judge Sue Robinson says, the NFL can override what she says, but it makes them look bad. Right. Most people from what I've read, they go, it's this woman's first time ever doing something like this for the NFL. They just hired her to do this. It would make them look really bad if her very first big job like this, they go, nah, we're going to undermine you. Right. So, I mean, that's the thing. So I've been hearing nothing but, like, one-year indefinite suspension. Yeah. Like, that's been tossed around more than anything. So what I saw from that, and this is coming not just from, like, random people on Twitter. This is from legitimate NFL sources. A lot of people think that the NFL made sure that that punishment leaked what they wanted, quote-unquote. Right. It leaked. So this way, when it's six to eight games, the NFL can go, sorry, public, we tried to give them a year. We had to go with what the judge said. Right. So that's Goodell's kind of way of wiping his hands of it. Another theory that I heard today, which I kind of like this one, it makes sense, would be his his lawyer could argue time served. Now, right. people at home are going to say he sat out last year, but he got paid, so it's not time served. The argument would be he will pay back his full 2020 salary, and it would be counted as an unpaid suspension then. And I I, that's the first I've heard that. I, I heard I've that heard one the today. I heard the time served theory. Yep. But... um. That was the other side of it was that people were saying that he got paid for that. Yeah, and that's why they said if he pays them back, then it is an unpaid punishment. He did not play for the year, and that was a choice that the Texans had made also because they refused to get rid of him, so it was kind of like a punishment for him. And I also look at it, too. I did some research today. Mike Vick, obviously we all know what he did. He killed the dogs and shit, did the dog fighting ring and all that in Virginia. 
He went to jail or prison. I'm sorry. He Leavenworth. went to prison. Yeah, Leavenworth. And they counted that towards the suspension. So the NFL suspended him while he's in prison, can't play anyway, comes out, and he was able to get reinstated because well, they see, counted that as a punishment. Did you see the lawyer that he just added to the case that Deshaun just added? No. One of the best litigators that, and, and just of all, basically of all time. For the Sue Robinson thing? For the Yeah, no, the punishment? For, for Deshaun. No, for Deshaun's side. No, I he, understand. I'm saying, like, is he using her or the person just, for this punishment yes, or for, like, for, the actual no, legal for, stuff? No, for this legal case going against Sue Robinson right now. Like, okay, he's, okay. he's arguing for Deshaun Watson. And, I gotcha. And there's, if you look at, I forget his name, but look it up tonight if you can. I guess is he's it Johnny a, Cochran. No, no. Right. He's, he's, he's the only famous lawyer I know. He is dead. Um, but um, he's a, he's a very good litigator, and he's known to work these kind of cases and stuff, not just NFL, but other stuff down yeah. to like next to nothing. So yeah. he's got a really good lawyer on his side. So I could see this potentially being knocked down more and more. I mean, I've been talking with people that are just basically anti-Browns, which is fine. I'm, I'm more power to people that just want to bash Steelers on the Browns. Fans? No, not even. Okay. They're they're just they're trying to basically make like Deshaun Watson's like the they're. They know that I'm a Browns fan, so they're doing it to try to like push my buttons, but it's not working because I keep coming back at them with, with facts, and they don't want to hear it. So one guy's saying that they should just suspend him indefinitely. This is never going to end. People are just going to keep suing. And I told him today, I said, there's a statute of limitations that ends in March of 2023. Right. That's why the NFL said a year, because when that year is up, he can't get sued anymore. Right. And they're telling me that that's not how statute of limitations work, and et cetera, et cetera. I just ended the conversation. So is, there, is there another thing, though, that, <clears throat> that the NFL could do and say, look, for now, mm-hmm. we're going to suspend you X amount of games. Yeah. But we could change your mind down the road. So my understanding is, I'm sure they could. Don't get me wrong. Sure. If, if more women came out. But the thing is, is that the NFL has been told about, he's he, he met with 60 plus. 66. 66 massage therapists in his that this time frame of this lawsuit. So if anybody that's involved in those 66 they have the statute of limitations. Yeah, I think if it's an, up till March of next year. If an outsider comes out that was number 67 that nobody knew about and says, he did this with me, I have proof, that's where they could open up another case. But I got anybody it. included in the 66 has until March 2023 to get this all out there, to sue, press So we're charges, hoping whatever. Deshaun's gotten zero massages in the yeah. last year. Got I it. also think the NFL is not going to go off of it as a – they're not going to go off a number of women It's because it's not a criminal thing. He's not being charged with anything. There's no legal – like the legal investigation is over. He's not charged with anything. So it's only he said, she said, and it's a moral situation. Makes the league look bad because he was a little horny. Some shit went down. But again, nothing illegal. So they can't hold it against him of how many women it was with. They could hold it against him of just that it was a moral thing. So they could go, it's, it should be considered one punishment, right. in my opinion. Makes it's sense. not Because I've seen fans, that, or not even fans, but like people that have bitched and said he should get uh, one game for every girl and this and that, like there are two games for every girl, like they're freaking out. It's like, it doesn't go off per girl. Like that's not the case. The, the amount of, of overreacting that's been going on it's the last insane. like six, I can't, seven I can't months handle it. That's why I need it to be over with. So let me, let me ask you a question. Do you as a Browns fan, I'm going to, oh, okay, I'm make you think in two, two things. As a Browns fan and the owner of the Browns team, yep. do you regret trading for Deshaun Watson? No. And that's another thing I think Browns fans need to realize with this trade for Deshaun Watson was they traded and signed him to a five-year contract because he's here for the long haul. Right. Let's just say hypothetically, I hope this doesn't happen, but hypothetically, he gets suspended for the entire 2021 season. That sucks. We don't have Deshaun Watson. However, we still have that year because he's not getting paid. It's not going to count in his contract. We have Deshaun Watson coming back next year for his $1 million or whatever his first year of the contract is worth. We can rebuild the team again. 
and go from there. I get it. It sucks. You don't want to hear that as a Browns fan because you're wasting a year of Miles Garrett. You're wasting a year of Nick Chubb. I get all that. But they traded for Deshaun Watson to be a Super Bowl contending team for the foreseeable future. Deshaun Watson's, what, 27, 26? He's young. He's got another 10-ish years left in the NFL, give or take, at least, hopefully. Um, They're planning for the long haul. This isn't a trade they made to win now. This was a trade they made to win, hopefully now, and in the future. So what do you realistically see the the judgment coming back to? Uh, I've been telling everybody that I could talk to, I see between six to ten games. Okay. And I also could see an appeal from Watson. But I don't think he wants... To the roll thing, the dice and put it in front of Goodell, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope because on one hand you have, and this isn't a knock on Steelers or anything like that, but you do have the Ben Roethlisberger case that they're going to bring up. Sure. He was charged or accused of two different rapes, and he fought those accusations. These were more severe, in my opinion, than the Deshaun Watson things because these had women that ended up in the hospital with police action immediately after the event. The one girl came out that she did the same thing that's happening with Watson, and uh, hang on, we got a question from Bo here. Two years out of football, you expect to come back? Uh, yeah, I do, uh, as a quarterback, because he's been training – his ass off. He was still practicing last year. He's been practicing with the Browns all offseason. If he was like a running back and you need it or a corner, somebody that you need the speed and like the game speed, I think Watson's been a quarterback his whole life. He's been great. Played at the highest college level, national championship. I don't think you just forget it. Um, Plus, there's some really slow quarterbacks out there who are still pretty good at football. I mean, look at a guy like Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> well, I mean, like, for instance, Tom Brady blew his knee out in, in, uh, yeah. in New England years ago. That was the Matt, uh, what was his name? The what? guy that. The guy that backed him up, Matt who? Castle? Castle. Castle, that's it. Uh, Matt Castle came out and killed it, but Tom Brady had to miss a full year because he blew his knee out, came back just fine, and that was after an injury. Watson's Matt Castle just, got paid after that year, though. Watson's not playing, but he's still practicing. He's staying in shape. Yep. He's doing all that shit. So I think coming off an injury is one thing, but coming healthy, taking a year off, coming on masseuses, whatever he wants to do, he's got a lot of good things going coming on. Coming on or coming near. Plus, I don't know. It depends on their story. It's also funny to me, though, that you have all these local news people who are on there, like at the training camps, the OTAs watching practice with him. And they're they're giving reports to say it's like watching night and day. They I mean, again, not just saying this is a Browns fan. This is legitimate people that say Deshaun Watson throwing a football is is the best quarterback they've ever seen throw a football in a Browns jersey. Like it's just there's no comparison. He's that good. He really is a good player. Uh, any any football fans that try to diminish Deshaun Watson as a player is just doing it to be a hater. That they they clearly don't really pay attention to football. Um, then what are you talking about, Bo? Not athletic wise. He's a quarterback. He knows that he hasn't stopped throwing a football in the two years. I mean, I don't think you stop reading defenses. I don't That's think what I'm saying. Like he's still plays. he's still watching. I mean, plays. I, he gets honestly, game if, film. if anything, it's going to be maybe one, maybe half a game for the game speed to catch up to him. I mean, because, that's what the preseason's for. But yeah, again, preseason. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really worried but about that. But if he is all. suspended, he won't be in preseason. Though. That's the only thing. No, but he could still. I mean, right now he's tr- practicing until they issue yeah. a suspension. He's able to be at the. So facility I will say practice, that. I, so. Yeah, maybe a half a game or one quarter for Rusty to, to get the Rusty yeah. to kind of fall off and get used to the game speed. But other than that, no, it all comes naturally. And even him. if he is suspended and he's not allowed to be with the team and at the facility. He's not just sitting on his couch eating Cheetos. He's going to be training and working out, and they're going to give him a plan and a regimen, and he's going to be fine. Probably in jelly. Uh, I mean, look at the picture. I mean, that's obviously a recent picture. He's in a brown uniform. Looks in great shape. Uh, I'm not worried about anything, honestly. Uh, again, if it was a running back you or a, another legs, position player, I actually was looking for a picture because he likes to wear those really short shorts. I wanted to find one that had that showed that off. I thought it was kind of funny, <laughs> kind of ironic. Um, so I did go out of my way to get that one. But you got, yeah, you got so the he, thigh pick. I like it. You got day two right now going on with the. Uh, settlement or possible settlement of the suspension. We'll see how that goes. 
my guess, gun to my head right now, I'm going to guess it's going to be anywhere between 6 to 10 games, and it will come out Friday. Oh, yeah, they need a news dump over the holiday Friday weekend. night news dump from the NFL to get everybody talking the holiday weekend. Every conversation, especially in Cleveland, and we, any Deshaun conversation Watson. around football fans will be Deshaun Watson, whether it's I can't believe he got a full year or I can't believe he only got six games. It's going to be one of those two. It's going to be either but the NFL a lot always has or it's to, not. They always have to dominate the news cycle. So. Always. And they are going to they're going to dominate the 4th of July, and I know it will consume my weekend. Everywhere I go, once this news comes out, will be, what do you think of the, the suspension? So we're both agreeing, though, it's not going to be the full year, though. I don't think so. I think the NFL did that to just save face. Uh, everything I've read basically says that the only way this gets leaked is if the NFL wants it to leak. Why would they want that to leak so much? Right. All you've seen is they're asking for a year. That's the minimum. I've seen that everywhere. They're pushing that out so hard. It's almost like it's they're doing it too hard Yeah. to where they want to look back and be like, we tried. Look at how hard we tried. You yeah. saw it everywhere. So, I mean, it is what it is. If he gets suspended, again, they signed him to a five-year contract. This wasn't a one-year rental where if he gets suspended, we're fucked. It, it's, we have a young team. The Browns, look at the AFC. The AFC has young teams all over that aren't going anywhere for a while. We need Deshaun Watson on this team for years to come. One season, does it suck? Sure. But, Browns fans, how many seasons have we gone through what was a complete fucking waste? Two. Two were a couple Yeah, I was going to say. I think, I think that taser warped your brain a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is with Browns fans, and this is a little off topic, but it, it irritates me when Browns fans rip on Kevin Stefanski when he just won eight games last season. You see his odds to get fired or replaced? No. He's Are they the, high? He's the 11th highest um, betting um, coach I mean, right now to be either, in a either fired team, or replaced. In a 32-team league, top, that's top. – He's right in the middle, basically. Yeah. I mean, give or take. Um, I'm okay with that. I also think a lot of it has to do with, because there are people that are trying to bank on Watson getting suspended is going to cost everyone their jobs, right. which I think is asinine for people to think that. Jimmy Haslam agreed to make this trade. Don't let anybody fool you. The owner of the team fully committed to this deal. He's not going to give up on it because he gets suspended. I'm sure they were aware punishment was coming. Right. That's why they gave him a five-year contract. He is here for the long haul. I assume Kevin Stefanski will will be as well. Browns fans are dumb if they're going to hold Kevin Stefanski to this high standard with Jacoby Brissett as a starting quarterback. If you're a Browns fan and you're doing that, please smack yourself in the head with your TV or whatever you're watching this on right now because or you're a fucking idiot. Take a taser idiot. to the arm. Yes. And the, my issue, though, is the fans that say that Stefanski's coaching last year was rough, this and that. He should, you know, he's on calling. thin ice, the play calling. The guy won eight games with a bottom five passing offense in this day and age NFL. Fast forward, or I'm sorry, rewind five years ago. If the Browns won eight games, the fans would be fucking ecstatic. Mm -hmm. Eight games is Super Bowl winning celebrations. It for was Browns eight fans. games after an 11 win season, though. So the right. of course they're pissed off. You but know? it's not even that far off. It's not that bad. I get it. Browns but fans it's, are it's, just stupid. Hey, it's Cleveland fans. Browns fans are dumb. I've said we it a million anxious. times. I've had so many arguments with Browns fans with the dumbest shit because they can be really stupid at times. This is another thing. Relax. Don't be stupid. Stefanski in this regime, let's let them stay for a while. Let's see what happens. Deshaun's probably going to get suspended. Take a breath. This was all expected, It's a great t-shirt idea. Relax. Don't be stupid. We should uh, yes. make that. I just, I, don't be stupid is all I wanted to say. Not even relax. <laughs> just don't be stupid. Because I get in conversations where I, just, I look at my phone and I'm like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I really want to just tell him he's dumb, but I'll be nice. You take the breath and like and then close the and app. So you don't I usually tell people, I'll, I'll forget more about football than you'll ever know, and that really gets them mad. I love saying shit like that. I've seen that a couple times. Yeah, I people. love putting that one out there. But 
last quarterback on the on the roster, more than likely, uh, or the next quarterback to be dumped off the roster, will be Baker Mayfield. Trade rumors flew a little bit this week. You have uh, Carolina, and then you also have Seattle. Seattle came back into the mix. So the rumor is people think that Seattle, or I'm sorry, Carolina put this out there to get Seattle or vice versa, either way. One of the teams is kind of throwing some shit out to get the other one to be aggressive. It's a little bit of a, we don't think one of the teams are actually involved. The rumor is Seattle's not really that involved. Someone's just leaking it to kind of make Carolina be a little more aggressive. We'll see what happens. Um, Obviously, I think the Browns are in a situation where they're not just going to dump him, I don't think. And they, if they have to pay him the 18 whatever million, 18.8, whatever it is, why would they just get rid of him? They could just say, hey, come to practice. And I've said gonna... from the get-go that you will wait till the middle or the end of training camp. Yeah. Because some team's going to need a quarterback. And legally speaking, based on the contract, Baker Mayfield has to report to training camp. If he doesn't, he, the Browns can find him. They excused him, though, I thought. That was just for the mini camp. Oh, I see. Training sure camp do is it different. Again. They might, or they might say. That would be petty as fuck if they practice. find him, but that would be that would be petty. But it would be hilarious. But, but that they honestly, if they have to pay him, I, I'm okay with the Browns saying, fuck it, we're not getting rid of you for free. You either come practice and be a team player, or we're going to find you. It's right. up to you. Show everybody be, that you're an adult now or get out of here. They're in a tight spot, though. I mean, training camp's starting up here in a few weeks, and we still have Baker on the team. We know both parties want him gone. Baker wants out. The Browns want him out. We'll see what happens. It's kind it, of a Mexican standoff. It would be standoff. like a media, media nightmare if they had him show up to training camp. I mean, though. you saw the media frenzy just for him doing that camp in Norman, Oklahoma the other day. How many Immediately the first question was, what's up with you and the Browns? Like, what's going on? And he even said... No, they haven't reached out for him to start. So any fan out there that's saying um, Baker Mayfield's going to start this year, Baker answered that question. It's not happening. Please even stop with the pipe dream. What do we got a question? What incentive does Chubb have to give 100% this season if his QB is percent? The entire league knows his skills. Is it worth any effort, any chance for injury to play hard if they're playing for third in the AFC? Um, I mean... I think I think Chubb's just a team player, though. And even then, uh, no, I'm not saying... Yeah, Brissett's not a bad quarterback. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say he's better than Baker, but I think Brissett's a very good, serviceable quarterback. He's a very big game manager. Nick Chubb's put up really good seasons with Baker as his quarterback, who you guys all know where I stand with Baker. So Chubb could have just as effective of a year. And again, we have a very smart coaching staff in front office, I think, in my opinion. So you have Kevin Stefanski, who knows he's going into games with Jacoby Brissett, we're not going to run an offense based around Jacoby Brissett. It will be based around the run game. That's why we have Dearness right. Johnson, Kareem Hunt. We just drafted Tony Ford out of Cincinnati. We've got all these running backs because we're going to run the fuck out of the ball. This is also Brissett. why I think it's important that we're going to get this decision on Watson before training camp starts. Yeah, because I think they start have everything. two ideas yeah. right now going into training camp. Yeah. With Watson, without Watson. And here's the playbook we're running without Watson. Here's the playbook we're running with Watson. Yep, and, and they're going to be fully prepared. I, I, I'm, I'm confident in this regime. Again, our... our First month of the season is easy, yeah. relatively speaking. You, you think it is based on the 2021 teams coming into 2022. The first five games yeah. are You assume are they're going to be pretty winnable and easy. So having a guy like Jacoby Brissett pound the fucking ball with Hunt, yeah. pound it with Chubb, you're going to be fine. Johnson, too. Um, Don't forget him. Yeah, it, a, lot of, a lot of pounding with Johnsons and stuff. If it was any other running back, Jory. <laughs> <laughs> did you say, um, did you, what? I said a lot of pounding of Johnsons oh, got it, going got on Maria. Missed that, sorry. Um, but, Jory, honestly, I think if you had any other running back that was a diva, your question, yeah. I think, would be Nick, valid. Nick Chubb's a professional. But I think Chubb is one of those don't talk, just do. And, and, I mean, look around the NFL or any sport, really. Look at guys that are really good players that are all-stars that are on shitty teams or have shitty faces of the team. Uh, there's only so many good quarterbacks. 
Um, Browns finished last in the North. Uh, I think did your did your computer autocorrect Steelers to Browns when you type it in? Because that's the only way that's happening. <laughs> Even give me Brissett over fucking Pickett any day of the week. We'll okay. talk about that next week with the Steel City guys. Though I don't want to get ahead of myself. Said barf. But uh, you you ate barf, and Bo just put up a comment that made me want to barf because it was one of the one of the worst ones of the night. I'm going to give you that. You you get the award for worst comment of the night. Thank you. Eat a jelly bean. With that being said, we're reaching the end of the show. It is time for just the tip. As always, we're going to start with my boy, Tim Buck, too. Tim, what do you got for us this week, my friend? So this week, I actually have a song. Okay. Um, what? Yeah, it's uh, Highs with the Lows by Chance the Rapper and Joey Badass. Um, I think it's kind of perfect because uh, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of where my life is right now. Um, you got to take the highs with the lows, man. This last couple months, a uh, few months have been been the best, worst months uh, in my life. And it's, it's great because you do have to take the highs with the lows. And this song sums it up perfectly. And it's a feel-good song. Even though you know you're going through whatever you're going through, there's a lot of stuff that you can really do to keep yourself on the positive side. Glass half full mentality. And that's where I'm at, man. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I got some things, some movements happening. I'm calling it a transitional moment, transitional uh, period of my life. And I feel like... Uh, I'm in the best worst position I've ever been in. So, <laughs> um, if you get the chance, like I said, this this song is by Chance the Rapper and Joey Badass. Give it a spin, man. I love it, man. I'm sorry you're going through that, Tim. You know we always got you back here talking about balls. You got to go through a little man. rain to enjoy the sun, as they say. Absolutely, right? absolutely, absolutely. Hell yeah, you got a fan if of the you song ever need down woken there too. Up though, we got we got a taser if you want. Is it a new song? It is a new song. It okay. actually dropped on the 17th of oh, this no month. Okay. So. Um, it's fairly new, man. Of course, Bo knows it's a good song. I'll give it a spin. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. I'm giving it a spin. If Please anybody do. knows, Bo knows. <laughs> all right, next Shout up, out to Bo. Kyle. So, um, for all you Star Wars fans out there, if you have not seen Kenobi yet, you're missing out. Um, it's it's a show I think we've wanted since Mandalorian came out like four years ago. Um, Ian McGregor returned as Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, Hayden Christensen's back as Darth Vader, and it's an amazing show. It lives up to the hype. The fight scenes between the two of them are well worth turning into, uh, tuning into. It's on Disney Plus right now. It's six episodes. They did say it's a limited series, that there was only going to be six episodes, but I think with the kind of they left it hanging at the end, I think, and with the fan reaction, I think they're coming back for a second season. We'll see. There's so many years between New Hope and, and the next that you could probably fill in. Our Phantom Menace and New Hope that you could probably fill in with um, new storylines. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see if they come out with the second season. But if not, it's still worth it, worth its time. Darth Vader's a badass for you Star Wars fans. I mean, the fact that he drags a mother next to her kid and snaps the kid's neck is just tells you how cool, um, how was badass. Was that in Kenobi? He, yes, it was. Spoiler alert. I mean, it's one it's one part. <laughs> if you've read the comics, you know how badass he is. So I was it, eventually going to get around to catching up on eight years of Star Wars that yeah, I haven't been yeah, watching. Sure, that was never going to happen. Uh, I just had a jelly belly, by the way. It was, it was blue, and I was really excited. Was it, was it fucking, toothpaste? It was toothpaste, so Not bad. at first, yeah, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> Anyways, check it out. Disney Plus, Kenobi. It's worth a watch. Uh, it's six episodes. Uh, wouldn't take you long to finish. All right. My tip of the week, just the tip, Black Phone, the new movie that just came out starring Ethan Hawke. I had uh, advanced passes to go see it. My wife and I saw it last week before it came out. Uh, that's what happens when you're a celebrity. When you're on the number one show at Redline Radio, you get things like that. You get perks. You get to go to movies. Boom. That's what happens. You're a local celebrity. But uh, all honesty, though, I got to go see Black Phone. I love, I love horror movies. Love them. As you can see from my right arm, I'm covered in horror tattoos and shit. I love it. Uh, so I was excited to see this one. 
was okay. It was all right. Uh, it wasn't bad. That's why it's my my tip. But go check it out. Give horror some money. Give the. Uh, I'm sick of seeing Top Gun talked about in the movie theaters. I'm sick of seeing Jurassic Park. I heard that sucked. Give give Black Phone a little bit of money. Let's get horror back in the movie theaters. Let's get companies to make better horror movies. Black Phone was good. Nothing wrong about it at all. It was way better than Scream. That fucking sucked. There hasn't really been a good horror movie in the theaters in a long time. Black Phone wasn't bad. It was okay. Check it out. It was worth a watch. It was fun. Uh, Ethan Hawke, fantastic. That's my number one takeaway from this movie was Ethan Hawke as a sadistic horror actor was fantastic. I thought he was really, really good, and I think sky's the limit with him. If he's going to keep doing roles like this, I'm all for it. I hope he does. I really enjoyed it. So check out the Black Phone if you get a chance. I thought Sinister was a good, uh, good horror movie. Sinister was really good. Uh, that was Ethan Hawke also, same company. Um, yeah, as you see up there, it says it's from the uh, Bloomhouse, the, the creators of Sinister and stuff like that. Uh, was it Doctor Strange? Oh, I think actually it was a writer or something. There was some tie with it. I mean, obviously Ethan Hawke was in Sinister, so there's a connection. I think it's something about I can't I can't read it, but it's like the director of Sinister and Doctor Strange or something like that. But uh. Good movie. Check it out. It was fun. I like horror. Keep horror alive. So go see Black Phone. And on behalf of everybody at Talking About Balls, that's going to do it for us. What an episode. Sir, one more outburst. It was electrifying. And I will strangle you with my microphone wire. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you.